The women's long jump had been part of the Olympic Games since 1948. As with many other events, it had mostly been dominated by European athletes from Great Britain, the Soviet Union, Poland, and other countries. Willie White of the United States set the stage for black athletes winning a silver medal in the event at the 1956 Olympics. 20 years later, an 18-year-old girl would follow in White's footsteps, also leaving her mark in the long jump on the Olympic stage. That athlete would be Kathy McMillan. My name is Anderson, and this is Track and Field Black History. Kathy McMillan's hometown of Rayford, North Carolina is a small rural town just outside of Fayetteville, which to this day still has a population of just over 4,000 people. Growing up, she spent a lot of time with her brother and his friends. She wasn't into any sports yet, but was playing and running around in her neighborhood. And because her town was so rural, she was able to go into open fields, running the woods, jumping back and forth over local creeks, and other things like that. Just overall being a super active kid in a small North Carolina town. McMillan's first taste of organized sports came in 1972 when she entered Hoke County High School in her hometown of Rayford. She became naturally attracted to the sprints and jumps, eventually finding her talent in the long jump where, with no initial training, she was able to jump well beyond 5 meters or about 16 feet. At first, she was just going through the motions as a young athlete but was doing extremely well relative to her high school competition at the time. Her coach told her that if she continued to jump well, she would be able to make the Olympic team. But at 14 years old, she said she didn't even know what the Olympic team was. But she had faith in what her coach had said and continued to train and compete to the best of her ability. By the end of her freshman year in high school, McMillan was the North Carolina state champion, having jumped 5.35 meters, about 17 feet, 7 inches in the long jump. Just a year later, as a sophomore, she again won the state title, this time in a best of 5.48 meters, which is about 18 feet, but also won the 220-yard dash in 25.4 seconds. Now, a few weeks later, in the summer of 1974, she went on to win the AAU Junior Olympics, improving her long jump best to 6.01 meters, which was now putting her in the conversation as one of the best women in the country, not just in high school. So now with two years of training, experience, and quality marks behind her, McMillan would have a junior year that would be kind of a breakout season and really put the country and world on notice for her talent. She would win her third North Carolina long jump state title in a best of 6.15 meters and added a 100 yard and 220 yard dash titles along with it. She would also then go on to compete at the 1975 AAU Senior Championships, which served as the USA National Championships. Here she finished in second place, again improving her long jump best to 6.26 meters. This second place finish granted her a huge opportunity to travel internationally and compete with Team USA in Europe. She would compete in a few meets, including the 1975 USA vs. USSR dual meet in Kiev, Ukraine, as well as a tri-meet in Prague, Czechoslovakia, which is now in Czech Republic. At that tri-meet in Prague, she got out to a massive jump, winning the competition with a mark of 6.58 meters. That surpassed the high school record of 6.48 meters, which was set in Washington State by Sharon Walker earlier that year. 
After her experience competing overseas, she returned to the United States for one last major competition, the 1975 United States Pan-Africa West Germany meet held in Durham, North Carolina on the Duke University campus, so just down the road from her. There, she captured another long jump win. Now that her breakout junior year was behind her, McMillan had her sights set on completing her senior year and qualifying for the 1976 Olympic Games. The spring of 1976 would prove to be one of the greatest series of competitions for a long jumper in the history of the sport. First in April of that year, she broke both her high school record and the American record in the long jump on three occasions, hitting a best of 6.75 meters. She later defended her three North Carolina state titles, winning the long jump, 100 yards, and 220 yard dashes for the second year in a row. By the middle of June, with all her major high school competitions completed, she was now fully focused on qualifying for the Olympics, which would be happening in just over a month's time. The first step was the AAU National Championships on June 12, 1976 in Westwood, California. There, McMillan won the long jump, leaping out to a massive 6.78 meters. This would be her final high school record and basically put it out of reach for anyone to potentially challenge it. This mark would hold as the high school record for almost a full 40 years, only being marginally broken in 2015 by Kate Hall. Now, a week later, on June 19th at the 1976 U.S. Olympic Trials in Eugene, Oregon, McMillan entered with a very good chance to not only make the team, but win the entire competition. Remember, she was not only the high school record holder, but also the American record holder in the long jump. So, despite being just 18 years old, barely weeks removed from her senior year in high school, she won the long jump by almost a foot over the second placer, booking her ticket to the Olympic Games in Montreal, Canada. This was a huge opportunity for McMillan, finally reaching the highest stage of sports that, just a short four years ago, she had no idea even existed. So at those 1976 Olympic Games in Montreal, Quebec, she would be facing some of her toughest competition. She had been dominating in the US and though she had previously traveled to Europe to compete during her junior year, this was at the highest stage you can reach in sports. And the ladies from Europe, specifically Eastern Europe, had been dominating the long jump for decades. In the qualifying rounds, out of 30 women total jumping, only the top 12 would advance to the final. McMillan managed to jump 6.25 meters, which was well below her best and landed her in 10th place. So though she qualified just barely, five centimeters shorter of a jump and she would have not had made it to the final. But she made it and a few hours after the qualifying round, the ladies were back on the field for the final of the long jump. Though she was now in the final, there were a few hurdles McMillan would have to overcome to make it to the podium. Each of the 12 ladies in the final would now have six jumps to take. McMillan would first need to improve upon her qualifying round mark of 6.25 meters. Then she would have to make it into the top eight out of 12 competitors during her first three jumps or else she would be eliminated. Finally, she had to make it into the top three to get on that podium. In her first jump, she fouled, leaving her without a mark starting off at the bottom of the pack. In her second jump though, she hit a mark of 6.31 meters, so not only improving her qualifying mark, but also setting her in seventh place. In rounds three and four, she hit jumps of 6.43 and 6.47 meters respectively, moving her up to sixth place overall. 
Finally, though, in round five, McMillan jumped out to a best of 6.66 meters, moving her into second place, and thankfully, no one was able to respond in the sixth and final round. As the lone black woman competing in a field dominated by Eastern Europeans, McMillan rose to the top, earning a silver medal and becoming just the second black woman in history to ever win an Olympic medal. After the Olympic Games, McMillan would head back to the United States and enrolled at Tennessee State University in the fall of 1976, training under legendary coach Ed Temple. During her four years at TSU, Coach Temple had said that McMillan was, quote, the most fierce competitor I had ever coached. She thrives on pressure. The greater it is, the better she is. I have never seen an athlete with more determination. Between 1976 and 1980, McMillan remained one of the top jumpers in both the United States and in the world. She placed second place in the long jump at the 1977 and 1978 AAU championships and won the 1979 championships, earning a spot on the team to the Pan American Games. At those 1979 Pan American Games in San Juan, Puerto Rico, she won a gold medal in the long jump. Now a year later, 1980, just shortly after graduating from TSU, McMillan again qualified for the Olympic Games, finishing second place at the 1980 U.S. Olympic Trials. Unfortunately though, the United States chose to boycott the Games, which would be held in Moscow. So she would miss her chance to potentially approve upon her silver medal from four years prior. McMillan, along with the rest of the American team, were extremely frustrated with the decision to not allow them to compete at the Games, but an Olympic boycott Games was held in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania that year, which she went on to win a gold medal in the long jump at. In the following two years, 1981 and 1982, McMillan finished second and sixth respectively at the national championships, while 1983 would be the first year an athletics world championships would be held. McMillan failed to qualify for the team though by not competing in the long jump final at the USA championships. Instead, she was selected to compete at the 1983 Pan American Games in Caracas, Venezuela. Here, she defended her Pan American Games long jump title, winning another gold medal with a Pan American Games meet record of 6.70 meters. McMillan's final year would come in 1984, where she would go for a shot at making the Olympic Games to be held in Los Angeles, California that year. But at the Olympic trials, though she successfully qualified into the long jump finals, she unfortunately was unable to finish no better than sixth place ending her chances at making the Olympic team. After retiring from the sport, McMillan has since been inducted to multiple Hall of Fames, including the North Carolina State Hall of Fame, as well as the National High School Hall of Fame. And she has served as a USATF board member and alumni. So that's the story of Kathy McMillan, going from not even knowing what an Olympic team was to becoming just the second black woman ever and still the youngest to win an Olympic long jump medal. Make sure you follow the podcast, come back for another story, check us out on Instagram, and thanks for tuning in to Track and Field Black History.